0: wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more that's wonderfulpistachios.com this is optimal health daily episode 1139 unpacking diet culture to simplify your life by courtney carver of BeMoreWithLess.com, and i'm dr neil malik reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there with permission from the websites of course and always with my commentary at the end Now, today's author is a popular minimalist and frequently narrated on my brother's show, Optimal Living Daily. So if you like today's content, definitely subscribe to that show too. Again, that's Optimal Living Daily. And now, it's already Wednesday, and like I do every Wednesday, I wanna give you a little bit of inspiration. So here we go. Quote, aerodynamically, a bumblebee shouldn't be able to fly, but the bumblebee doesn't know that so it goes on flying anyway. Mary Kay Ash. All right, and with that, let's get right to our post today as we optimize your life. Unpacking Diet Culture to Simplify Your Life by Courtney Carver of bemorewithless.com. Raise your hand if you've tried every diet under the sun. South Beach, SlimFast, Weight Watchers, Atkins, NutriSystem, Jenny Craig, high fat, low fat, low carb, high protein, the blood type diet? Now raise your hand or nod your head if you've ever measured your worth by your body weight or body size, or felt measured by others in a negative way because of it. I remember this one time in my early 20s. I thought I looked okay. I had been counting points at Weight Watchers and being really careful about what I ate. I was working for a small business and I was the only woman who worked there. Someone called in to check on an order and I asked them who was helping them. The customer on the phone said, I can't remember the name, it was the chubby girl. It took a minute for me to understand. I was the only girl. I was the chubby girl? Just by the fact that I still so clearly remember that conversation that couldn't have lasted more than 90 seconds reminds me that this is worth some of my attention. Most of us have many similar stories from the past that still have impact many years later. But isn't it important to be healthy? If you are still here, I'm right here with you. I'm not judging you or trying to fix you, just working on myself out loud, thinking that we might have something in common when it comes to dieting, food, and body image. I mentioned that I stopped weighing myself last year. I've stopped dieting too. In fact, after my multiple sclerosis diagnosis back in 2006, I began to eat for health instead of weight loss. While that's been a good shift overall, I still have to watch the way I think and talk about food. Even though being healthy is my priority, I'm sure I'm holding on to some unhealthy messages and patterns. Am I really avoiding that cupcake because I think I'll be healthier if I don't eat it? Or... Am I bouncing back to old internal messaging that cupcakes are bad? Am I cutting sugar and dairy from my diet because it makes me feel better or because I know that weight loss will be a likely secondary benefit? Am I doing Whole30 because I think it will help identify food that doesn't work well for me? Or is it because I feel like I'm a better person because I made it through 30 days without cheating? I still believe that food is a powerful part of the healing process. And now I know that how we think about food is part of it too. On the Soul & Wit podcast, I talked with my daughter Bailey about dieting and diet culture and how my dieting affected her as she was growing up. We also discussed disordered eating, what the word flattering really means, and ways we can fight diet culture and resources to help. The definition of diet culture. At first, I planned to just talk about giving up my scale. But the more I learn about diet culture, the more I realize I have to break this down too. It's all connected, and if I'm not aware of it, I'll keep getting sucked in, bringing others down with me. Here's how Christy Harrison, an anti-diet registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor, defines diet culture. Diet culture is a system of beliefs that worships thinness and equates it to health and moral virtue which means you can spend your whole life thinking you're irreparably broken just because you don't look like the impossibly thin ideal. Diet culture promotes weight loss as a means of attaining higher status, which means you feel compelled to spend a massive amount of time, energy, and money trying to shrink your body, even though the research is very clear that almost no one can sustain intentional weight loss for more than a few years. Diet culture demonizes certain ways of eating, while elevating others, which means you're forced to be hypervigilant about your eating, ashamed of making certain food choices, and distracted from your pleasure, your purpose, and your power. Diet culture oppresses people who don't match up with its supposed picture of health, which disproportionately harms women, trans folks, femmes, people in larger bodies, people of color, and people with disabilities, damaging both their mental and physical health. So not only was I actively participating in diet culture with the first three points, but were my actions and thoughts oppressing others at the same time? Sounds like it. Becoming aware of uncomfortable things isn't easy, but it's the only path to real, inside-out change. My simplicity journey has taken me places I never imagined. I expected clutter and debt to be on my path, but never thought things like quitting alcohol, and examining my relationship with food and diet culture would ever come up. I'm not an expert on most things, especially this, but by sharing our experiences and having this conversation before I figured it all out, I hope to learn more. I didn't wait until I was clutter-free to talk about my issues with clutter, or until I was debt-free to talk about my debt. So I'm not waiting until I have this all figured out either. Diet culture is one of those things no one was really talking about until recently. And it's something that may take a while for us to unpack depending on our history with food, weight, dieting, and other things. You know what will really simplify your life? Liking yourself. If you are working through this in your own life, be gentle with yourself. Like yourself. Not because you lost five pounds or because you made it 30 days without sugar. Not because your boss praised your work or because you ate a salad for dinner. Liking myself because I'm me instead of because of what I weigh or how I think I look or how others think I look has become part of my simplicity journey. It was way easier to simplify my kitchen and my closet, but here I am. Like yourself simply because you are you. And if you have a bad day after getting on the scale or internalizing what someone said about how you look or because of what you ate, that's okay too. This isn't something that changes overnight don't look for proof outside of yourself that you are worth loving. It's not out there. It's in you. You just listened to the post titled, Unpacking Diet Culture to Simplify Your Life by Courtney Carver of bemorewithless.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I just finished reading a book titled, When the Body Says No, Understanding the Stress-Disease Connection by Dr. Gabor Mate. A passage I recently read came to mind as I was reading Courtney's post to you. Dr. Mattei was discussing the idea of being assertive. He described assertiveness as not just an acceptance and awareness of who you are, but instead, it is the declaration to ourselves and to the world that we are, and that we are who we are. What this means is that we challenge the belief that we must justify our current existence or our current place in life. If your body weight is not where you would like it to be, please know it can be changed. But understand this one characteristic about you doesn't define you as a person. Not achieving your ideal body weight doesn't mean you are a failure. There are so many other successes you have achieved in life. You have to remember those. You are successful. You just may not be as successful with this one thing. It doesn't mean you Are a failure. I am good at some things, but definitely not others. I have succeeded in some tasks, but failed miserably at others. Those failures do not define me as a person. I don't need to justify those failures. Now, it doesn't mean I give up on myself either. Rather, after the hurt of the failure has passed, because I'm human too and those failures hurt, I do my best to learn from them and hopefully become a better person as a result of them. This is what Courtney was talking about. And I'm a firm believer that this is one way to achieve the success you hope to achieve, whether it's related to how you look, your body weight, or just success in life overall. All right, that'll do it from me for today. I'll be back here tomorrow as usual. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.